traditional territory of the Mississauga people. Where are we born? Toronto. Toronto. Need no I appeal to you as a fellow American, but I'm Canadian. You don't look it. It's a common mistake. Unbelievable respect and much respect to these fans, to this country. This is unbelievable. Best there is. Take it to the altar, because I'm not the one that's responsible for your feelings. You know, God works in mysterious ways, but it just, I, my spirit feels like it, it goes with Canada. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Not That Sorry. It's, in fact, the 10th episode. We did it, all of us. Still, and or for the first time joining us. You're here to be as fun and fine and black and Canadian as we are, with zero apologies. Not that sorry about it. So I'm Jan, the one who's going to wish you all a Merry Princemas. And with me I've got Antonia, the amateur professional caroler. (laughs) And everyone's favorite Scrooge Grinch himself, John's here too. Hey. Oh, (laughs) Hello. Yeah, she's choking on cheer right now. (laughs) Yeah. I know, she's tired of it just like everybody else. <laughs> no, she's about to fall a lot of Can't today. stop. She Won't stop. brown and orange. Never tired. Needles have fallen. <laughs> no, the tree's hanging in there for having gotten it in October. I'm, I'm proud of it. I got it in November. Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> end of November. No, actually, was it in November? Yeah, she got it November, November 1st. End of November, like the 28th, so it was late. It's fine. She was <laughs> waiting on the tree vendor. Just like, yo, you're late. It's Halloween. <laughs> Why aren't you here yet? It's beautiful. And the it place where I bought it, they think it's pretty too. So, And that is what yeah. They were very excited to see my photos of it. In fact, they it's asked. It's the best tree they had in a lot, right? It, honestly, no. I think it may have been one of the best ones because the all the dudes who work there, especially during Christmas season, all who helped everybody, to haul, everybody haul all the trees. Right? No, but here's what happened. I did was we, looking did we at win the contest? Does it get a sash to wear? I was like, looking at one tree. Are there tree pageants? I was looking at one tree, and I was like, I like the fullness of this one, so it was cool. And unbeknownst to me, one of the guys walks all the way to the back to find a tree, and as he's watching us, he's like, oh, I brought you this tree. And I was like, where was that tree? <laughs> the secret sash. Sucker. But that was the second attempt tree. The first attempt first tree, tree was, was. Uh, for short people, and I made the mistake of measuring it against a short friend and thinking it was tall enough, and then brought it to the house and realized, ha, three extra feet that could be filled with tree. And then she did. And then I did, like two days later. So, <laughs> And that's how this uh, okay. pro-am caroler yeah. set up Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> In a house that would have been like, meh. Would have been just, just, as, just as fine. Like I said, it's for me, Christmas is watching movies where Christmas happens in them. I never I never do the same thing twice. Like this year, it dawned on me that Batman Returns happens during Christmas. I'm like, ah, guess what's up? (laughs) Batman Returns. (laughs) Because young Christopher Walken is something everyone should experience. Any any movie watching person should see the cheekbones of young Christopher Walken. Phenomenal. He still has those cheekbones now. Yeah, but, you know. And then, <laughs> as soon as you watch Batman Returns, watch Man on Fire, where Christmas doesn't take place, but he's there, and Denzel kills a bunch of people, and it's a great movie. So with that in mind, while Antonia educates herself, we're going to do something a little different for the 10th episode. <laughs> <laughs> 
Blackstop, not that sorry awards. The Not That Sorry Awards? What's that? I'm glad you asked. For our 10th episode, falling so near to the end of the year and everybody else doing an end-of-the-year wrap-up kind of thing, we're going to mix it up and do our own version of the year-enders by recapping the last, the last 10 years. So I'm pleased to introduce the first annual, the first annual Not That Sorry Awards. And you have to say sorry just like that. Very Canadian. <laughs> I worked very hard on that. It's how we're going to relive the 2010s. And as this decade closes, like a kick in the teeth, this uh, this won't be the same as other awards. There's no nominees, no academy, no committee, no even real awards, no trophy, no ball gowns, nothing. It's just us, so it's whatever we want. So who would like to kick it off? Let's not all jump at once. <laughs> Best sports moment, the Toronto Raptors winning O'Brien. Just kidding. It was wonderful. Championship award. Champs. It was amazing to be where it happened. It was not cool to be working that night. I got home. I got off work at six in the morning. I mean, you and everyone who worked at bars, so. <laughs> I guess. They probably made better money. All those people, so. <laughs> it's just so cool to be part of something that's, you know. I will give you that. Since the 1995, uh, they've been around, but. Yeah. Just to watch them go through all the lows, be around there for all those years, and watch them climb, have some moderate success, and increase their, you know, playoff success, and all of a sudden, the trade that shocked the world. Did it shock? <laughs> <laughs> did it? I, I mean, honestly don't know. Did it? Oh, yes. it did. Yeah, it brought the sports world to its knees. Um, and bow down to the great Messiah, Messiah the Great. All right. Pulling out the deal of the century, heist of the century. And uh, got us our championship. But the whole, I mean, yeah. I mean, you saw the city celebration. Yeah, it was cool to, um, to witness that vibe. And as someone who's only been in Toronto for a couple of years, it oh was. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, it, was, it was cool to uh, <laughs> to watch it happen and to observe that with no I'm glad you were able to live vicariously through all this while you walked in between the crowds I won't pretend to not let one yeah I know just to not let one part of it just seep into your psyche or even it definitely did I watched the playoffs I mean I hadn't been watching basketball for a long time anyway so it's not really a, a bone to pick with the Raptors so I was it was fun these playoffs or those playoffs um and it was definitely a vibe like I'm I'm good friends with uh, with some people who were to call them diehard fans from day one is is underselling what they were like. And I will shout out Pyle Doshi specifically, whose room was purple, had Raptors bedding, like had cardboard cutouts of players, had a closet full of jerseys like the people like her. That's who I was really happy for when it happened. I called my dad from Jurassic Park. Because um, ever since we moved to Canada in 1996, he has been a Raptors fan. And like my brother that. and I would clown him because, I mean, you know, back in the day, it was just like you rooted for other teams. The American teams are the ones that you were more concerned with, even if you were Canadian. And Raptors weren't, you know. No Grizzlies well for whatever. you? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> and so I called. He was the first person I called. 
Um, I was like, hey, Dad, <laughs> I know you're watching, but I'm also just wanting to know. He was like, wait, are you? Because he's like, it's really loud. Where am I? I'm in Jurassic Park. And he was just like, I could hear the excitement in his voice. And then it immediately turned to concern. <laughs> yeah. So, are you okay? Are you safe? I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I just wanted to tell you congratulations personally. Yeah, um, those fans, I was, <laughs> I can't help but be happy for. And, you know, your, your other franchises have, have been, it's been a tough relationship fanhood wise and as a person who grew up as a Detroit Lions fans I I totally understand how complicated that relationship is and how much it can hurt so to have that payoff it was it was dope and you know I'll gripe about how much extra work that made for me but it was it was cool to experience from a very safe distance (laughs) like I got to watch Jurassic Park from the safety of a control room (laughs) and I got to be worried for the lives of the reporters outside oh those reporters were getting wow I mean but they got all the they had the time of their they, had, they yeah. were having so they much fun to. down there. They were the only people on the ground, so. Yeah. Longest uh, championship parade of all time, perhaps. All the one that day. barely got off. <laughs> and, yeah, I will gripe about the, what did anyone who had anything to do with that planning really think was going to happen? They didn't think the Raptors were going to well, win. Well, they didn't think. <laughs> so That's the first that was thing. A, they yeah, weren't, so they like weren't planning. As soon as, my thing is, you should have been planning for this as soon it was as soon as it was like Raptors are in it. It's now them against yeah. it. It's now that, that's when sure. you should have started planning. But, but they sure. weren't thinking. I'm about not sure. It. I'm not sure. I mean, I guess we're talking just about the parade, but I mean, even then, I, I, yeah, I, I, I just, I don't think they were thinking at all. They no. couldn't have been. They, they didn't expect that. They, they, I mean, but I also expected them to throw a. F- throw a parade if they lost in the conference finals like no that still would have respect i would not have <laughs> would not have put it past i went to that school that did that shit so i'm like yeah, yeah we Windsor. we will celebrate mediocrity <laughs> and it's fine it's still an accomplishment and isn't that the most that canadian here. way to we think of anything we don't do that here we don't do that here we don't we, do that that's here. all we do here no. have some respect no participation either way no participation um yeah, yeah, nobody I, nobody playing that parade. That parade you can't was convince me someone did. For them to say, because they started down at Exhibition, which not far <laughs> from from Nathan Phillips Square, but that particular day, it's far, it's far, far but it's not. You know what I mean? It's not. It's not. It's like, not like it's far, not far. Phobico. Like you know, it is like, like three like, million people try to cram that space. Thing, watching, well, yeah, watching. Well, when you're driving slow like that, and, you know. Because them getting, so they had foolishly set out a schedule. (laughs) Because they were like, at this time we're going to do this. And we're going to make this this at this point. I was like, like absolutely not. That's a a plan. I mean, it's a a plan. But nothing else was planned. No, that was a, we have nothing planned. So at least let's put out something that gives a loose schedule. They had a production plan. Yeah, their only plan they had was what was going to happen. They got the bus. They didn't have a people (laughs) plan. The plan they had was when the Raptors got to Nathanville Square. There was no actual real concrete plan from foreign. They were like, okay, when we get there, then we'll deal with that from there. It it was wild. Like watching, because my friend Zara and I like ran different points. To see, like, just along the route, to be like, okay, like, how, where can we see the bus from here? We can see it from here. And then, like, I had, w- I had gone up to Nathan Phillips Square originally, and then got very claustrophobic, and I was like, I gotta go. And so we went all the other side, all the streets that weren't clogged, and then went into the streets that were. And like, there are all these buildings like kicking people out, being like, you cannot linger in here. Get out. Yeah. <laughs> this so is the a hotel, not a lobby. One to two million people. There were a lot. People. Yeah. Everyone's. Everyone was there with their children, the with their dogs. Move. 
everything. It was insane. Yeah. It was insane. I'm glad that I got to see it. Like the win and the parade. Yeah. Um, the parade, I didn't bother. Didn't no, bother you didn't. That. I <laughs> knew I was the only one who was going to go out stuff of three nightmares. Of yeah, there's no chance. Watching watching the like the drone footage of like the overhead of all of them, like, nope, no, <laughs> could not. I mean, just think rush hour times. Yeah, I had to try to go to work that day. That parade was supposed to start at 10. I had to be at work for five. I'm like, yeah, I'll be I'll be catching like, you know, confetti still on the streets and people will have cleared out. Oh, no, the thing didn't even end by then. Uh, my brother came in all the way from Hamilton. and I don't think mm-hmm. they got. I was know, late as hell that day. There's people remember people stopped people, and pulled over on the gardener. Yeah. Yeah. People camped at Nathanville Square people from not too. even the night before yeah. the day before. So they didn't have to worry about it, cool. which was honestly smart of them because people got there that morning at like 6 a.m. thinking they were smart just to be, oh, you know, met with yeah. a thousand plus people who were already there waiting. So it Good was hectic. Some of the best times the city has had in, in a long time. Yeah. yeah. Since, I mean, the other, the other sports thing I was going to mention of the decade was uh, the bat flip. Everybody lost their shit on that one, too. And I mean, that, that was, was that, dope. No, that was another one. On that was really the, dope. The Blue Jays returned to the playoffs. Um what was it, 2015, 16? See, what, what even is time anymore? When you all ask me, you're like, yeah, that was, that was a decade trade. recap. Like, I don't also, know. <laughs> also, another thing that was put together by, you know, some miracle trades, Hail Mary trades. Um, but, yeah, no, that's, I mean, just to watch Jay's fans on playoffs, watch the camera shaking. Um, so I don't watch baseball, but that year, Jose Batista started following me on Twitter, and I was very confused. Because I don't talk about baseball. I need to ever. find a way to capture an <laughs> audible eye roll. That is my, that is my, because <laughs> I saw John. the bathroom was like, yeah, that's really awesome. Cool, cool, cool. Did a bunch of things. And one day I woke up and I looked at my Twitter and I went, I'm sorry, who now? Who's following me? And I was like, this guy? And I was like, I've never spoken of this sport in favor of to anybody. <laughs> so here we are. <laughs> I just checked. Still follows me. No clue why. I don't care for baseball. <laughs> Hey, Diggs still follows me. Nice. Okay. <laughs> because of your love of musical theater? Yes. Well, you know, I was a day one. Day one. Okay. Okay. Yes, sir. Out of box. I don't know. I don't know my Twitter password. I don't know if anyone's <laughs> following me. <laughs> I'm sure may- maybe the remnants of some CFL fan type people would. That's who followed me anyway so <laughs> don't look for me on twitter i'm not there oh jeez i don't know my password <laughs> it's not my fault it's my fault but it's not my fault <laughs> twitter doesn't suit my personality um let me see what was the thing i was going to uh i guess we could stick with sports um uh, for me it was the the 2016 olympics uh in pyeongchang canada brought home 29 medals which was dope um I got to work those games, which was actually really cool to to watch it through Pyeongchang local time was uh, a struggle, but rewarding. And I was in charge of a lot of sliding events. So I was watching luge, bobsled, skeleton, all that jazz. And uh, yeah, that was a uh, pretty dope. That was 2016. It was. Dang was twas. Yeah. I had a sports highlight to 
Yeah, that was dude. Like women's bobsled, especially, um, which would, unbeknownst to us, would be our our last Canadian appearance of Kaylee Kaylee Humphreys. Yeah. Um, but her bronze with Felicia George. Shout out to track and field. Um, they were dope. They're dope together. Like um, the gold medalist uh, team from Germany had a black girl on the squad. The U.S. team had a black girl on their team as well. And I'm just like, this is amazing. <laughs> the Canadian girl that left, Trader. Um, forced out. It was awful. She wanted to stay very badly. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the uh, governing body of bobsledding—I forget what it's called—didn't um, take a. Oh, sorry. I thought we were talking about soccer, not the bobsled incident. <laughs> nope. Sorry. Soccer, bobsled, very different <laughs> things, very different <laughs> games. <laughs> How? How? Pray tell. Uh, did you confuse the two? How do you do that? <laughs> but yeah, we pulled in a bunch of speed skating medals, figure skating, of course. Like, we just did that thing. And it was it was really cool, and that was coming off of um, the Vancouver uh, the Vancouver Games in 2010. Jeez, because that was yep. when that was Sidney Crosby's golden goal. Correct. And I just loved um, how well Vancouver was staged. Like everything about it presented and filmed so so beautifully to me. And I was just very proud to be Canadian then. <laughs> not that I'm not, but you know what I mean. Torian first. No, not at all. Not even at all. Nope. I've only been here two years. How could I be? <laughs> I will s- of the the most Torontonian thing I have, and that's not even really a Torontonian thing. It's a shirt that has the word Toronto on it. I do have a Toronto Wolfpack T-shirt. R.I.P. That team. They didn't survive the the franchise. Didn't survive the pandemic. Oof. So hopefully, in coming years, we they can find their way back. Because I, d- I had plans to be a season ticket holder this year, and alas, not to be. What's our next category? I don't know. Category just highlights them. Oh, <laughs> what do you got? Category. This is very confusing. Okay, so <laughs> since we're doing of the decade, uh, my first up were I guess moments of this past decade. Uh, which the first one being um, the election of President Obama, even though it's not Canadian, but it, it was still a very big thing for me um his uh election happened <laughs> I mean like on my birthday so like that was also really cool and i remember being at work and my boss was like oh my god it's kind of like a birthday present to you and i was like it kind of is and just celebrating both of his presidencies and, and your birthday and my birthday uh especially with my i just have such great memories of celebrating with my parents so the first election I was living at home with them. The next one, I was living away in Peterborough for school. And, like, we called each other. We were, like, when I was, like, congratulating each <laughs> other on, like, on your president and blah, blah. Like, that was a lot of fun. Um, and then a moment in Canadian history that stuck out to me that I wasn't present for, but I was on my way to at the time. Uh, it was Pride 2016 when the Black Lives Matter um, uh protesters like staged a protest in the middle of pride which i thought was phenomenal it was much to the horror and chagrin of people who have no no idea of queer history and the black especially black um trans women um and other people of color who you know stonewall right stonewall rights and everything else who made 
pride festivals possible um, who yep. were just freaking out at the sight of black people stopping their colorful fest um, of glitter and joy and, you know, not taking in that, oh, right, we really talk about having a safe space for queer people, but, you know, not queer black people. So that is that is a moment of King history that forever sits with me. I had a few friends who were part of that protest um, and quite a few friends who were there as it happened. I was about, like, half an hour away, and I just remember, like, parking downtown and hearing about everything and being like, oh, crazy. Like, I, I couldn't wait to see photos and video. It did not disappoint. I was like, I just, it was it was a beautiful moment. Um, yeah, those two moments stick out. Yeah, that was a big-ass deal. And it started, like, for me, it just started, now that I think about it, it was the beginning of a lot of very different conversations with different people. Yeah. That wouldn't have happened otherwise suddenly like oh you you have things to say about suddenly you have opinions on how this was done and like huh interesting there's a lot of people showing their true colors and i'm like all right yeah i had a lot of really i had a lot of arguments with people on facebook at the time who were like oh well they could have done it i was like what better time would you have chosen for there to be a protest when it makes you comfortable when you don't have to be present for it when it doesn't interrupt the fun things that you're doing like a point of a protest is to disrupt it is but for a lot of people they're like but this isn't the time or place i'm like but then when is yeah so yeah that was that was uh, i always take that to mean oh you just don't want to see it no you don't want to be confronted there's a time and place like yeah the time and place is when you're not looking preferably that's Mm -hmm. that's what you're trying to tell me Mm -hmm. People like to act as if protesters are screaming and spitting in their faces when a lot of times they're uh, quiet. <laughs> yeah, they're just walking. Do no you the counter protests that are that are a little uh, that are more aggressive and yes. everything that they fear that the protests would actually be? They do. Yeah. Yeah. About that. Those are my my decade moments that I can think of off the top of my head. I'm sure there's others, but those are the ones that like yeah. rise to the top. I mean, I read some books. I read some books. <laughs> I mean, um, I will I will shout out specifically, although unfortunately not Canadian, uh, Children of Blood and Bone and Children of Virtue and Vengeance. Like, I haven't gotten into, since A Song of Ice and Fire and Harry Potter, like, there hasn't been a real series that I just sunk my teeth into. And it's just like, yes, next book, next book. Give, give me all of the things. So those are two books out of, I think is going to be a trilogy, maybe more. Uh, the another book is coming. I'm next fine year. with all of yeah. it. Tell me, I don't know if it's wrapping at three <laughs> or if it's going to be seven. Either way, just keep them coming because yeah. they're they're really dope. Yeah, tell me, Adami is just phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal, and she gets like the Disney treatment for it soon because they're making yeah. a movie. So get that money, sis. Yeah, here for it, and I mean that Disney money, that streaming culture, we. In the in ten years, we've changed completely how we take in content, mm-hmm. how we take in all shows and movies. Like to to be at a time where Game of Thrones was probably one of the last things where it was like, oh, we gotta wait a week until the new episode. And I could go off on that tangent of how Game of Thrones took ten years to change the game too, but I don't have to. Doesn't have to be me to me that does it, but. <laughs> There's a there's a yeah streaming you have somewhere. A personal <laughs> live stream for that one. Yeah, <laughs> no, we check won't. Check out Jan's. Uh, yeah, just check Tumblr. out my stories where I'm like. Jan's rants. Jan's rants. Jan's rants. Jan's rants. <laughs> sure. Jingle. No one will listen. Oh. oh. 
<laughs> You've already tuned out. You are mistaken on that. <laughs> Your fellow contrarians will be right there with you. <laughs> but the the Canadian TV moment I will give to Canada's Drag Race because production wise, I think it looked great. Um, I I mean I'm not completely sold on sharing host duties, but e- it was still a really good show, and I was happy with the winner. And I enjoyed every episode, and I'm looking forward to more seasons. I'm of really girls excited. outside of Toronto, <laughs> like could <laughs> we not? But I understand that that has to be the first season because they were they already had a following, they already had recognition, like, and yeah, I still liked it. So Canada's Drag Race. It was a good time. I would have to give mine to to Schitt's Creek for Canadian television, Schitt's Creek and and Kim Convenience for Canadian. Um, Comedy, absolutely. Um, but if we go to the American side, um, Insecure, Get Out, and Homecoming well are my yeah. three. Also, I will add. I will. I will second that, and I will add into the Spider Verse. True, very true. Insecure, especially for me, because I w- was watching Issa Rae from her YouTube days. So then to watch her, you know, then write a book and then do all these other mini series things also on YouTube, and then be like, "Hey guys, we're getting a show." That was so. Awesome. HBO money. Yeah. Turning her turning her YouTube show into a to an HBO like series was so cool. Yeah. Of flawed, complex, well lit, well styled, <laughs> natural hair wearing, <laughs> just black characters and perfect I soundtrack. am here for <laughs> perfect soundtrack. Say that again. <laughs> I love that show. Yeah. Can't get enough. <laughs> what else you got in the, the decade that was? Um, I'd have to say just the overall growth of uh, Canadian hip-hop over the past 10 years. Tell me more. Well, I mean, we managed to establish have um, mainstays, like uh, main level, top level um, rappers or artists. You the Drake of it all. I mean, there's Drake, there's The Weeknd, there's um, Party Next Door. Sure. Okay. I'm uh, old. I don't know if it's a group of people. There's now. I don't know I mean, if it's one person. There's one. I don't know. I mean, there's also a bunch of rap <laughs> of our fallen rappers. Not Party Rock, <laughs> which is Party Rock but Anthem uh, by what was a Red Food, what's his name? Not that. That. Okay. Not, you know, singular group. Like, again, <laughs> call me old. I, I don't know if Party Next Door is. You could just look it up. I don't. <laughs> Does people not do that? I'm not saying he's one of the top. I'm just up. saying he's a mainstay and <laughs> you know. Top yeah, yeah absolutely. But you know, we've managed to uh, really seen healthy growth over you know, on, on all levels. Yeah. Um, we've stopped being like an anomaly. Like, oh, this one Canadian who made it big over there. Like, no, there's there's a whole gang. We can sustain our own beef environment. Um, <laughs> Oh man! Probably are the top um top region for um rapper deaths, unfortunately, in the past decade. But um, damn, fans are going hard. I didn't even think of that. I'm li- listen. This is what I'm saying. I mean, we've developed a hip hop on all different levels, from street level to you know. Main street success and in between and R and B and yeah, 
it's on all fronts. It seems like the urban, urban music, quote unquote. <laughs> we are now a place to um uh, seek out talent. Same thing as um sports and basketball in general. I mean, sure. it's just like overall Toronto's growth. I mean, there's I about know. to be a new doc but about um some prep school we'll in see. Oakville that's supposed to be churning out. Oakville prep. Yeah, that's the one. I just remember seeing that as I ignored a bunch of things in my inbox. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'll get back to this later. I did not. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> um, musically, it, for me, it was uh, it was Childish Gambino and it was Run the Jewels. Like, I'm sure there were other things, but man, did I run those albums in the ground? <laughs> just the top played. <laughs> On my phone. Yeah, the newer Run the Jewels is damn near perfect, in my opinion. I just love that a friend of mine, his uh, his two daughters, how old are they? They're like four and six, I think. Love that album. He nice. They, they request that album. I was like, Michael, great parenting, Michael. <laughs> great parenting. These two little brunette girls just... <laughs> just getting their memorizing life. Memorizing Run the Jewel lyrics. I'm like, I love this for you. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, you know, it's good to get the motivation to work out at home. It's nice to drive around with the windows down. Like, it's it's just the best for me. You know, them summer hits to blare out the window. <laughs> That's me. To get all the looks. I don't know why. A little understated car. My speakers, are, my, I have factory speakers. Like, I'm not even that loud out here. I don't know. Could be that you're not playing the the same thing everyone else is playing. That Maybe. could probably be it. Every, you, people, so many cars drive downtown, and it's a mixture of Drake, <laughs> you know, other popular American artists. That's Everyone's true. like, "What's that? What's she playing?" Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm so alternative. I mean, I don't know. In a city where people only listen to like five artists, then yes. <laughs> I guess. No reggae has come out of my car, so I guess it's oh dear. That's worth a look. Have to be in a certain part of the city for that. <laughs> Fair enough. It's not all downtown. Downtown is more Fair mainstream enough. scene. You're right. You're right. I'll give you that. <laughs> Be honest. <laughs> I thought you were following up. I was like, well, nope. I was just trying to be honest. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I would give my music to Chica and JoJo this year. Mm-hmm. Those two ran numbers in my Spotify and Apple Music. And YouTube, so. Shout out to Chica and JoJo. Shout out to Chica and JoJo. Yes, sir. <laughs> Superhero movies. That consumed a large amount of my time. <laughs> These past 15 to 125 yeah. years. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, for what it's worth, I do like the journey. As someone who read comic books off and on throughout my, my childhood and adulthood, I to be able to see certain things like that live action has been really fun and really rewarding. The decade of the franchises. Yeah, like cinematic universes. Like that in its inception seemed like a silly idea that no one really bought into. And now everybody's trying to do it. I don't know if, I think artists don't think they could afford it on such a, I don't think anybody had a grand plan. Yeah, nope. Like like I said, it was a, what Marvel did was like just absolutely incredible. Just, yeah. The fact that they were able to have a vision board 
that encompass more than one franchise. Was Iron yeah. Man the one to one kick actor. off that whole thing? Yep. No, no, no. Wasn't it? Um, yep. I thought it was Captain America. No, nope, Iron Man was first. Iron Man came okay. out in 2008. I want to say Iron Man was first. Captain first America one. came out in 2011. Yeah. So we've been doing this from 2008 to 2019? Yeah. No, it, well, yeah. Basically, because the, the initial the initial mission, <laughs> the initial goal was to do um, make all these movies to the final point of an Avengers movie. So we everybody gets their standalone movies, but they all drive you to this Avengers movie. And then that broke all the banks. And then we're like, oh, wait, we can do more <laughs> of these. Like now all of these Avengers had individual you mean sequels. All these idiots are actually sticking around to the end of the movies to the very end just yeah. to see yeah. like right 30 second just clip. Just to see 30 yes. seconds okay. of like. Okay. Oh, man. And I'll, and then roasting people for leaving early. Like yep. you'd sit in the I theater. I was that person. Like, oh, I, like, I remember this when I got finally got into a stride of watching them and then i would be like why is everyone just like let people leave whatever maybe they've already seen it before i don't know and then later on being like okay guys we've been doing this for like five seven years now why are you leaving <laughs> yeah you know better now <laughs> come on it's opening weekend why are you leaving yep, i was that i was that person like oh, amateurs <laughs> like you're here on a stupid date night movie you're just leaving with the credits i was always that kid that loved the credits anyway i loved what what all of the what all these positions were and I was always watching credits just to see the long list of people it takes to make I a movie. I always watch credits just to see who was the caterers. Yeah. Yeah, that was my thing. <laughs> just learning all the craft services? Yes. Good it's for good you. to know craft services. Good for you. It's important. It's very important to know A lot of people services. to feed on set. It's true. Not everybody's packing you a don't lunch. Wanna, you don't no piss one's off. packing a lunch. No. <laughs> you don't piss off the gays. You don't piss off craft services. <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'll have bad hair and you don't be piss starved. Off the union. <laughs> yep, you so don't piss off the thing, union. Yeah. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah. So when they started adding those, yeah, those stinger scenes, I'm like, yo, it's it is basically a a moving comic book experience because at the end of your issue, it gives you a few panels to what this next one is and sets up a bit of conflict, so you're ready next week, next month for when that ne- next issue comes out to. To resolve the story, and I'm just like, wow, <laughs> this happened this way. And granted, not all of these Marvel superhero movies were created equal. God knows, not all of them were liked. I'm sure someone liked all of them, but like, I know no. I didn't love all of them equally. You know, the Thor one, the first two Thors could get the hell out of here. But I mean, it as a direction to a bigger purpose. Yeah, I, I'm still okay. down with them. I mean, the last two Iron Mans could get the hell out of here too but i still see they still contributed plot points and moved the story forward yeah. like telling telling a bigger story through individual movies that's a huge I feel like deal I need to watch the original iron man now again yeah get after it but also sorry i'm stuck on the first two thors you didn't care for but you liked <laughs> you yeah, liked I, ragnarok i did i did which was guardians of the galaxy 3 yes <laughs> i thought the third one was was a little wacky cuz it didn't fit because I'm like, okay. Like that, you were like, uh, first two, and you were like, ah, well, this one. Well, the first one. two, I mean, I'm going to watch this Hemsworth, man. Like, no, hu- yeah, his shirt's 100%. too tight the whole time. Like, it, but there those, are things to watch. Those are the movies you took issue with and not the third well, one. They were just the <laughs> the least liked. Like, if I to rank them, they're not 
the top ones for me. It's just like so unknown. Like it's so uncommon. Ragnarok was and en- was really entertaining to me. I That's liked fair. I it's liked that formula. So I liked that formula for, for Guardians. It's so uncommon for like the third movie of anything oh, to I be know. like more like than the first two of anything. Like Tell usually me all the third about one it. is like a oh, okay, you did this just for the lols cool. <laughs> Tell me all I'm just as shocked as you. <laughs> no, but what I mean, the whole Marvel thing accomplish set a standard and i don't even know if it's going to be duplicated ever again i don't know if they can recapture that i think they're gonna have to wait a bit because we're definitely fatigued <laughs> i mean dc <laughs> like, dc's gonna try well and it's yeah, not like they don't I have mean, the source material to do it it's getting yeah, by all means getting it's, it's the good luck logistics it's, together it's good luck and get that money behind you because movies aren't going to be created the same anymore no i mean not at least until you know revenue um all streams of revenue are back up to (laughs) uh, you know back to what they were at least making the same kind of money they were because i mean think about this they're about to dump a year or two's worth of movies all on one day that's the most unprecedented thing you've ever seen or heard of in your life in concern as a hollywood you know and in in their defense and yes, these are very first world problems. But in their defense, they have to do something. Because no, I'm they not. Are, I'm I'm a consumer. I'm not <laughs> complaining. You know, I mean, we're all going to be like, okay, after Christmas break, now what? <laughs> Run it back. Do you it know again. exactly. Wait, what are they dropping Christmas Day? Everything. Warner Brothers is dropping all this stuff on oh. HBO. Um, Disney's yeah. dropping a bunch of stuff, so trying to pack all the holiday cheer in at once. Yeah, well, I mean, in 2020 on a high note, basically. You, you didn't make any money off of these movies that were supposed to come out yeah. in this whole past year. They just been sitting there collecting dust. What yeah, that Milan model didn't work of like trying to make it available for pay um, or for a price. Before Milan just got more was had more controversy than it didn't, really did. Um, <laughs> you know. That was. Ooh, I had I had hopes for that one. Apparently, China made their own. <laughs> of course, they <laughs> did. Just like we'll just dismiss this oh yeah, Disney they one just that they tried to push on us. They probably just filmed it from afar and just made cutscenes of Disney. They're like, damn it, showing that nonsense. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they made it. An, I mean, they had enough imprint on the one that just got released as it was anyway. So, yep. no surprise there. That was the whole thing about it. It's just whose movies was this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, superhero movies. Like, I actually read an interesting tweet about um, about Black Panther. Someone was making the argument because uh, I, what I heard the most was, "Oh, don't recast uh, Chadwick Boseman." You know, respect, blah blah blah, yada yada yada. Um, but this tweet I found interesting because um, he was basically saying, "Why are we hanging on to this idea that it can only be Chadwick when we've had?" You know, six or seven Batmans, uh, like other characters, other actors have played other things. Like we've had a bunch of Batmans, a bunch of Jokers, yeah, a bunch of Spider Mans, yeah, a bunch of Spider Mans. Like, why no, are we? Change but the it's, why are we still it's because it's every because five or ten years. Like, yeah, let, he's like, let Black Panther live on, and I'm like, just yeah, this is someone right who isn't now. who isn't reading. Yeah. Like, Shuri is is next in line. Is Black Panther? But also, look at all those other time, shows you're like comparing it to. Those are white actors and actresses. Like yes. we've been doing that with these white actors and actresses forever. It's normal yeah. because we only ever get white actors and actresses and like stars for these big blockbuster things. So for the one thing that we got as a black community that was part of this, like we hold it near and dear. Because if we'd had like fifty odd whatevers to go off of, it wouldn't be a big deal. Well, I mean, this is also like just. 
fresh right off, right? Like Yeah, exactly. This is where it's still a year. We're not even a full year after, right? Like this is this had this, I mean, this had an impact. I mean this is the, the Black Panther is something that is something that was created, I think, out of well, out of the success. Because I mean if all these other movies weren't successful, they weren't gonna continue making them. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. They They'd gotten what? And Black Panther, well, you, we that all know, would have been third? the first one that would have got cut from the list. Yeah, that was the third As Avengers movies, we just alone don't have movie the time by or then. Movie to do anything with, right? Like that's yeah. the expendable one. Yeah. But um, I mean, yeah, I mean, they've really changed up their look, um, their opening sequence to yeah. involve them. Um, you know, they've made a point to highlight all the things I he's done all the impact that he's had around the world so it's 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 there's no i mean there's no reason to be moving fast forwarding with that mm-hmm. to, to plug him in yeah but eventually it, so there's gonna yeah, be another character that, that replaces it because at the end of the day the characters are the just the characters they're just yeah. you know the the uniform it's it's the people that can change interchangeably yeah well that's why all these characters of la- how characters have lasted this long yeah, and that's exactly it. Like, it's what this that tweet was describing is basically like exactly what is going to is planned to happen anyway. It's going to be another actor who's mm-hmm. going to be the Black Panther. It's just yeah. not going to be another man. Yeah, so still know him yet. Yeah, it's all good. Um, I mean, we're still searching for the right sp- Superman, right? Um, like we got him. Oh, we did. We we don't like Henry Cavill as. I'm sorry. Are they Superman? actually trying to make another Superman movie? Because can we be done with that? Never. Not until like can we actually until be they done with run. that? Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> I don't think Henry Cavill's run. leaving. Oh. He's still. Superman. Can we not do any more reboots? Is what I'm saying. Can we stop with that? <laughs> yeah, we can. We not can stop with, find, with Krypton the right, blowing up. Right person that can you know sell it. I'm gonna say. But also, is Henry it not Cavill's Henry Cavill? <laughs> like, do you have issues with Henry Cavill? Well, I mean, for me, uh, I mean, he's not. I st- I, I think we should still be looking. I don't. I wow. think as 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 a as a like as I'm a, a series that's been going on for so long well, that we should damn, stop dude. looking for Chris more Reeves purist. stop looking for more <laughs> Superman. There's so many other stories that can be told. Like let's stop trying to find another Superman. What if he turns black? No, I don't want that. <laughs> I, I want other another black I want <laughs> I want different black superheroes. Yeah. I don't want us to be recast in these already existing roles. Okay. Like I don't care for a black Superman. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of with her on it. That doesn't that doesn't intrigue me. It doesn't intrigue most people upon the internet that <laughs> I read. So internet robot people. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, even to expand without without the success of those that first wave Marvel movies, we don't have the the shows that we've gotten out of it, which some have been really good, others have been trash. But you know they. Marvel tried it with the Defenders as well, so everybody got their individual show that led to the collaboration show. Mm-hmm. And, you know, not as great, but yeah, a lot well of I mean really they good. Also, they also helped motivate a bunch of other, I think a few other franchises to get um, Absolutely. their house in order. Yeah. And realize there's a lot more they can do with things other than to just pump out a movie every decade or so or whatever. Just not do anything with it. Agreed. <laughs> yeah, when you wrap it up like that, it seems like a 
pretty basic decade, but that was that took up a lot of my time. <laughs> well, I mean, there was COVID to wrap it all up. I mean, right? And, you know, people dying and stuff. So it's just like people being murdered and all that. But, you know, those aren't highlights. <laughs> bright, bright spots. Those aren't. Uh, those are ongoing tragi- tragedies. And, I mean, if we if somebody is keen on taking this Game of Thrones talk to the streets, these Instagram streets. Jan's rants. We can do this. <laughs> I like having them, so we can we can talk <laughs> about it. Calling all, oh, season eight was the worst one. Talk to me about it. Let's discuss. <laughs> she says in her nicest voice. <laughs> no, let's discuss. I'm not going to say it was perfect because it was not. <laughs> but you're not going to tell me that the journey wasn't worth it or that it didn't change the possibility for an epic series and how how it can be executed, and you're not going to tell me that it didn't make is, you a spoiled ass viewer. Are you going to come back when um, House of Dragons? Yes, yeah, comes back. <laughs> I'm already here. <laughs> we already know you. you you've already the listeners. Yeah, I'm Jen. already here. <laughs> book, book the month off. Are the listeners going to be coming back for it? Yeah. I mean, I'm going <laughs> to assume they're not for the way that they complained about oh no, how season eight back. went. They'll but be back. It just—it's just like you know, it's just like everything else. You just need time. I guess. Just need time <laughs> to go back to you know reminisce and remember what what it was that brought you back in love with that show. And I'm on season two of my rewatch. I know, but I'm just saying others. You know, they'll come back to the fold. But yeah, it took the the first few series on a streaming platform where I'm like, oh shit, I just watched this in a whole day, <laughs> and now, oh my god, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> This is what the world can become. But yeah, those are cool. Anything else? No, honestly. it's. I mean, you know, it's this year's different because usually at the end of other years, you're looking forward to what the new year will bring. And for the most part, 2021 is just going to bring much of the same. So I'm just excited to create all right. More things. More on that after this break. <laughs> Welcome back. Now that we've r- recapped the the 10 years that were, I wanted to take time to bring the balance and try to project and manifest all the things that the 2021s can give us. So manifest that shit. I know I think about, I've been thinking about things that um, now that they're gone, when they come back, I will make more of an effort to to experience more. So things like theater, like stage theater. I only, like I've gone to the Stratford Festival twice. That was really dope, but I would like to experience, like I'd like to go to the ballet. Like I'd like to just experience more, have more theater experiences and that would go along with like concerts and movies and stuff, but I like I already did those things. But when when those things are back, I will I will be making a very deliberate effort to be back in the theater. <laughs> theater is great, and Toronto theater scene is pretty fun. You should definitely experience that. Yeah, the hobnob with all the old people who come from out of town and yes, go eat at all the fancy restaurants. Um, before they go <laughs> to the theater. Well, in eighth grade, it was a very big deal of a trip to come to Toronto to watch the 
the Phantom of the Opera at the Pantages Theater. And then run around the Eaton Center, a mall to the size of which we didn't know was possible in our one-floor small-town mall. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, then get on a bus and drive right back. <laughs> but, yeah, that was that was really cool to experience. Like, we had, we had studied it in, in school. Like, it had crossed a few subjects s- that culminated with that trip to be able to see the play. And it was yeah. it was really cool. So I'd like to see more things like that. Like, there's... Not to, I'm not an expert to say that there are more, um, there have been more plays that are more popular. Like, I don't know, I knew Come From Away was a big thing. I know Dear, e- uh, Dear Evan Hansen. Dear Evan Hansen was, was a big fantastic. thing. Um, Hamilton was obviously a big thing. The Lion King was huge. Um, and I'm sure there are others that just didn't cross my radar because Fantasia I'm not, this year. That I'm not really in that big. scene. So I will, I will make the effort. I'm not going to watch Cats, though. You can't talk me into it. I just... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no. <laughs> I mean, I think if, if anything, the uh, remake they tried to do is proven to us that maybe you should just leave things alone. Yeah. I mean, just and I've... That, uh, that, yeah. <laughs> I've subjected myself to bad movies on purpose for the sake of doing so, just to be right about certain points. Jamal, you know what you did. <laughs> but, yeah. Cats, I'm not, I'm not going near. And that was another one where I only had music, the music as reference, I, and I couldn't piece together what the story would have been about just from the songs alone. <laughs> um, also, as an elementary school kid learning the saxophone, my gammy had gifted me a music book of Andrew Lloyd Webber songs, <coughs> which had cat songs. I'm like, oh, nice. I don't know what this is about, <laughs> just based on like memory and run some tugger. Like, all right, this is something Nobody else knows. like i'm just gonna <laughs> skip past this and play fan of the opera yeah castles i think people like oh you just have to just cats just have to watch cats i snapped so so many reads playing memory so many like there was there was a note that there was hit Yikes. at least three times that had three ledger lines up Oof. yeah just snapping reads <laughs> my parents made me practice outside <laughs> i could not fill the house with such noise pollution makes the sense <laughs> it's bad Oh man, I'm definitely super excited for concerts again. I'm excited for having people over in the backyard. I'm excited for just adventures in the city. One thing, like Toronto really suffered this year because, I mean, yeah, tourism and all that, but the people who live here especially, the city is so big on on um, experiences and we got to have none of those. <laughs> yeah, fair Other enough. than like, ah, getting on the streetcar and there's 300 people on here. Whoo, social distancing. Ah, walking down the street and everyone's coughing in my face. Cool, cool, cool. Social distancing. Oh my gosh, Costco's full of people, but these stores get like, those are the experiences which are just meh. So it's, uh, it's hard not uh, having, you know, your ready access to all of your, your vendors and, um, you know, things like, the X <laughs> and yeah. Canada's Wonderland and all those things where you're like, ah, summer, I'm so excited. These things, these like pivotal things that you do, you know? Yeah. Or there's, like a, there's a coffee shop I really liked that I don't think uh, made it out of, uh, out of this pandemic. Because oh no. it looks like the, the building it was in, um, it was part of the Gap building on, on Queen or is behind it because it was on um, Peter or whatever. Oh. Uh, Little Nicky's. Oh, they didn't make it. It doesn't look like unless oh I no. hope they moved. Yeah, that. So it's just Toronto. I I hope that we uh, 
get some some light <laughs> yeah next year that's what i hope I, I i miss i miss those things like coming before moving to the city i was always here for shows and everything every month sometimes twice a month i was here for something and just like being downtown is so chilling <laughs> yeah and i'm sure agonizing for some people but very chilling what about you john what do you looking forward to in the world again um just getting businesses back up running true true people having some you know sense of security and job security and being able to go back to work what they were doing yeah and but i mean all that just feels exasperated to me like but i feel like a lot of downtown storefronts were closing before the pandemic and it just makes it feel like a scene from The Walking Dead now because everything else went down too. I'm like, damn, man. Yeah, I mean, it, this affected everything, everybody. Yeah. All businesses, all walks of life, so this didn't leave anybody untouched, unscathed, so, you know, hopefully we can um, get these things back up um, by normal. I know we still have to be patient about things, but. Um, yeah, I mean, we definitely will. We definitely will. It won't be quick, but it'll happen. Yeah. And to that, I'll look forward to being awkward at parties again. <laughs> Looking forward to that. I'll be happy to say no go. Yeah. Um, that's that's the one thing I the uh, it's a big takeaway from this pandemic experience. Um, I will be digging my heels in on social boundaries. Like everybody in my life that I love will get one thing that they can invite me to and ask very sternly to go to that, you know, it, if it's important to them that I go, sure, you get one. Not a year, a lifetime. <laughs> I will suffer this one thing for you because it's important to you and I love you. And then that's it. Use it wisely. <laughs> you two are just looking forward to being obstinate again. Yep. <laughs> looking forward to all I'm the like, people not what's stopping you from doing that now? <laughs> Nothing. It's me relishing it now. Waiting for the extroverts to get out of our hair again. Hey. Crying in our space. I mean, thanks for the invite. I don't want it, though. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for the invite. I'm not coming. It's been great having you. <laughs> <laughs> Seems pointed. I'm sitting right here. <laughs> why why, why you, <laughs> you got to go there? I mm. bet you think this song is about As you side-eye me. <laughs> Of course it's about me. I'm straight ahead. <laughs> You're a liar. Straight ahead. Bite, it's fine. Bite, Us extroverts bite, bite. have learned a lot during this pandemic about ourselves and even more so about the people who thrive in um, solitude. So we look forward to not, to, I, gu I guess in this context, not wasting our breath inviting people to go to things. <laughs> like I said, I want the invite. <laughs> no, because we know you go. don't want it. So there's just no invite. I now. want the invite. There's I just no, don't want to go. There's no invite now. <laughs> You've burned that bridge. It's a very <laughs> social anxiety is a tricky, <laughs> tricky waters to navigate. And that's fine. And we're just, in, you know, to avoid any sort of uh, heartache ever on our end. It's just not, we're not going to ask. Appreciate <laughs> heartache. She Appreciate says. It. It's not going to ask it. because it's just going to result in a no. So Appreciate why would it. I ask? Appreciate <laughs> it. 
You're welcome. <laughs> I want to see conflict resolution, folks. <laughs> yeah. See how easy that was. One oh one. Yeah. See, see how easy that was. Wow. No Super you, easy. No, no. I don't have read to worry about. I don't have read to worry about having. <laughs> I don't have to worry about having expectations, and you don't have to worry about making me feel bad for saying no. Everybody wins. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? I I hope that we continue virtual shows. And seeing more production put into those. Like, a lot have already come out that have been really, really dope. And I want that expanded. Like, do a live, over-the-top music video. I'm like, do you know what Michael Jackson would have done with something like that? Like, I want to see what Beyonce's about to do with something like that. Like everything. What Rihanna did with the Savage Fenty show. Like, just do big, virtual, cool things like that. Yeah. I have a feeling the weekend's going to do something outlandish for the Super Bowl, and I'm kind of here for that, too. What if he doesn't? Okay. What if he just is so pressed about not dying? So <laughs> pressed about the Grammys, he takes it out on the Super Bowl, Jack? Yeah. yeah. Seems you know, illogical. Children, weird. <laughs> Seems illogical. You know, going left when they should be going straight. <laughs> well, I'm going to hope and anticipate that virtual, like, big, over-the-top virtual shows become a thing. That'd be fun. I mean, this pandemic not in lieu of, but no. Just but this also. pandemic has taught so many people, employers included, that things can be done from home. What a shock! What a shock! Because there are so many employers, businesses, everybody who are just like, oh, absolutely not. This can only be done from here. It has to be done from here. You can't work from home. Can't do that. Can't do that. It's just impossible to. Okay, so we have purchased all these computers, and we've made sure you have this, and we're gonna have regular this. Um, these are going to be forwarded to you through here, blah, blah, blah. Everyone's okay? Cool. <laughs> I'm like, ah, funny how that works. <laughs> Agreed. I have like a changed out attitude on working from home. Yeah, especially for individuals, too, who f- have disabilities and can't go in all the time. So we need, to, we need to rework all of this. So that's been, that has been really cool to me to watch people adapt and like flourish and then watch people look at back and be like, Tell me again that we can't do the thing that you were doing right now. Yeah. So many workplaces for me would have been very different if I didn't have to go in and see certain people every day. If I could just keep to myself and do the job in the setting I'm most comfortable in, would have been dope. (laughs) But now I work in a technical field and I have to be there. And that's fine, too. (laughs) 2021 is going to be, I think 2021 is going to be fun. I mean, I it doesn't it even is. have to be specifically 2021, like just going forward from 2021. Well, no, I say 2021 because instead of only nine months of this, we're going to be doing a year. So yeah. I, I I look forward to seeing how that plays out over a whole year. Sammy, it's Word. Like oh, I'm having a good mm-hmm. Yeah. So I will... I will get mushy for a second on this 10th episode and thank the two of you for doing this. Tom, why did you look at me? <laughs> he thinks you put me up to I this. didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I do sincerely want to thank the two of you for, for being part of this. Like, I enjoy doing it. I like this as an excuse to, to talk to each other. And I'm looking forward to many more episodes and 10's a... Ten's a big deal. Aww. Everyone keeps showing off their ten week old baby like that's a Yeah, you kept a, a human alive for ten weeks. That's a we big deal. We kept this podcast alive for ten weeks. <laughs> yeah, that's our baby. And here here we go. Ten weeks. It means a lot to me too. <laughs> <laughs> so thank thank you too. And thank everyone who's given it ten episodes. 
Thanks for that. Yeah. That's a that's the first season of Game of Thrones, yeah. <laughs> you did it. Yeah. Always comes back around to Game of Thrones. <laughs> it's just what's in my head right now. <laughs> we did it. Yeah, I know. It's been I'm really excited that it's happened. Yeah. After what, a couple years now of yeah, just talking about it. You know, and kind of then and still recording stuff, but just be like, okay, eventually, yeah, we'll get there. Yeah, we'll do it. Yeah, we'll do it. To where it's happening. <laughs> it's out there. People know that we're doing a thing now. Yeah. And it's uh it's helped me with a lot of perspective. And I don't have to sit and wait for what I think would be the right time to do things. Like, why it it shouldn't have taken a pandemic, but I don't mind that it did. Yeah. Here we are. Creativity creativity has flourished in it this has. pandemic. And uh, I'm just going to hold on to that. But yeah, so I will close it out, giving you all of our vital informations. So email us, questions at Not That Sorry Podcast. Uh, tweet at us at Not That Sorry Pod. And on the Instagrams, we are at Not That Sorry Podcast. So Merry Princemas. Happy December holidays. Whatever you do, torch a Christmas tree, air hug somebody, video Again, chat people. Torch the Christmas tree. FaceTime your family. Torch the reefs. Be grateful. Yeah, FaceTime <laughs> your people. Send a text message. <laughs> leave people think leave people's things alone. You know. Mail mail a Christmas card. Start off uh, three days too late on the right foot. Yeah, <laughs> on a hot foot. A very hot foot. <laughs> <laughs> we'll catch you next time. Bye. <laughs> Till next year.